0: Hi, this is Ree from Goals and you're listening to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast.
2: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, episode 13. Featuring Gauls, more specifically Re from the Gauls, is joining us. Hello, Re. Hello. You well? I'm very well, yeah. Very excited to be part of the pod tonight. Good, So thank good, you for having good. me. No, it's our pleasure. <laughs> and also with me to my very left, I have Wayne. Hello, Wayne. How Hello, are you, everybody.
3: Wayne? I'm very good, thank you. No
2: one cares. Neil, to my right.
4: Greetings and salutations.
2: <laughs> Neil. And as usual, we have our podcast of several rounds, several sections of the head-to-head. Me, Neil and Wayne will go head-to-head and we'll have a re- Ooh. Decide which song she thinks is her favourite. Not the best, because that's not how we work. It's
3: personal it's preference.
2: Personal preference. Subjective is music. It is. Then we'll have a hidden masterpiece. Hidden masterpiece. Also brought by re we'll have the forgotten classic. Forgotten classic. Brought by Ray. Yeah, he leans forward to do it and then leans back. Bless him. Then we'll have Barry. Uh, intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Go for the intense hardcore genre challenge mode. Go.
4: Musical genre challenge mode. Go.
2: Wayne was challenged with bringing some music from the genre.
4: Asian underground.
2: Asian underground. Thank you, Neil. And then finally, last but not least, we'll have the artist spotlight round. Indian coal miners. <laughs> What?
4: You're not undergrad.
2: Oh, God. Neil, shut up, just, just shut up for two minutes. <laughs> so then finally, we'll have our artist spotlight round, which will feature goals, and it'll be all about them and what they're doing, what they're up to. So without further ado, we'll start with a bit of news, Wayne, don't worry, calm down and keep your panties on. All right, we're gonna have a bit of news. Wayne likes to bring a bit of news. He's uh, it's the new thing we do. I mean, we've, we've been doing it for a while, but we never actually bought anything. This is the YHHTMPC news brought to you by Wayne Saunders. Well,
3: go on then, Wayne. Take well, it away. The, the artist spotlight for the last two weeks. That's, they, they've been really good and entertaining. You had um, West Coast Massive on a couple of weeks ago. Why do you keep calling it the spotlight? I don't know. It's like you and the gulls. It's, it means artist of the week. Yeah, sorry. Artist of the week, uh, which is a side of the podcast that Rich uh, interviews. Uh, a member of a band and then he plays their music for the entire week or puts links to their music through our social media we had West Coast Massive on and which uh, was very good I enjoyed their music and then this week we had Charlie Freeman or Freeman yeah which was fantastic I absolutely loved that interview it was brilliant
2: it was quite fun that was yeah, once, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I just don't ever listen to it I'm not gonna yeah. say anything
3: it's brilliant and we do have a bit of news some more news some more festival news So on the last episode I announced that we are going to be covering the Funk in the Forest Festival in Welshpool and now we're going to be covering another festival but this podcast will be already out by the time we're there. So it's this is be old news by then. But listen, keep an eye out for the podcast special, as it were, because we're going to be covering a festival up in Derbyshire called Eustock. Been invited along to go there and uh, see all the bands that are playing there over the weekend. Pretty much 90% of them are all unsigned bands. So we're going to have some interviews with those, taking the surroundings. It's a beer festival, fellas.
4: Yeah. At a pub. I'm looking yeah. forward to it immensely.
3: Yeah, it's a fantastic little festival up in the Derbyshire, at the edge of the Peak District in Derbyshire, and it's run from this pub called the Utrium, and its, it's organisers are a chap called Dan, who is the landlord, and um, this guy, Dave, I don't know their surnames know, I'm really sorry about that. They're the guys who... Have, Dan and Dave. Uh, Dan and Dave, who have invited... The creators
4: a Game of Thrones, is it? <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> We'd void that like the plague. We'll have a better ending, that's what it. <laughs> um Yeah, these guys, it's their fifth year doing it they have two stages they have the quarry stage and i think it's called the woodland stage so look out for that in a couple of weeks uh after this has been released and you'll get all the juicy gossip from that festival gossip oh gossip i don't know if it's gossip is it you'll get all the interviews and stuff and things from the festival nice yeah there you okay. go it'll all be good
2: anything else
3: i, th- I think that's friday's you know
2: it's, it's a busy month. it's a busy yeah, month it's a us. very busy month yeah okay Shall we progress then? We
3: shall move on, yes. We
2: shall move to our first round, which is the head-to-head.
3: head to
4: head. Head to head! Noggy to So this is our
2: head to head round We've each of us, me, Wayne and Neil have chosen an artist who, an artist that has emailed us throughout the weeks, a lesser known artist as it were and I haven't been strategic this week, I've chosen a song because I like it I could have brought Brutus which is a uh, punk r- female fronted punk band that I absolutely love but I'd, I I think I'd have been slated as being strategic if I'd have brought that.
3: <laughs> so So we start which, with which last... You've never been known to yeah. do in the past. Oh,
2: absolutely.
3: <laughs> but... We start with uh, last week's winner as always which is Neil. Neil? Oh yes. Yes I won last week didn't yes. I? Yeah. The, the scores so... on the balls at the moment are 5 to myself, 5 to Rich and 2 to Neil. So he's so, catching, right catching up. We'll catch it
2: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, take it away, Neil. Tell us about your artist.
3: Okay, well, should we have a listen to it first? Yeah. This is the
4: band's second echo with their song Innocent. Was Second Echo with their song "Innocent," and I think I, I, I'm great. Uh, I've got to sort of. I'm going to start that again. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I've got to hand it to Rich for introducing me to this band really because I, I probably would have missed them in the plethora of emails that we get sent all the time from, from different bands but Rich actually singled these out and sent them to me and Wayne and said these really are my cup of tea but what do you guys think?
2: I think it was the case of these aren't my cup of tea but I know they're, down your, that, they're right down your street Yeah
4: and yeah. they couldn't be more down my street yeah. I absolutely loved it it's usually the, the term that I've used several times on the podcast it's everything that I bum up. Yes. It's, um, I, I love this track, it's well produced it's got a great structure to it I love all the sort of stops and the, the drop to the middle eight and all the rest of it. it it's just so well structured and I absolutely love the bass that rings through all of it particularly at the start it opens with this rumbling bass line I got a bit paranoid this morning because I thought Richard uh, submitted the acoustic version of it as my head <laughs> to head instead the actual sort of plugged in version and which probably I haven't heard the acoustic version but he probably wouldn't have had that but that to me sort of makes the song and the vocal it's very sort of Corey Taylor-esque very sort of gravelly but melodic and yeah I just I just loved it so we'll start with you because you're going to be very negative Rich from <laughs> <me>. <laughs> what, what, what no, do you think? no no no.
2: at all, not at all. I, 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 I like the song I've only listened unfortunately to the acoustic version
4: which ironically I haven't heard yet <laughs> and I
2: I, I I like it I was getting a bit of Pearl Jam a bit of Creed that type of um, American rock type you know that I was getting a bit of that for me. It was a nice mellow rock song, but again, I had the acoustic version. <laughs> but um, I can imagine that with the extra bit of bass and the you know the extra bit of plugged inness, it, uh, it would have picked it up and it'd have been just as just as good, if not better.
4: Is that a new musical term now? Plugged inness.
2: Plugged inness. Yeah, that, that that's what they <laughs> say. Uh, that's what they. Did.
3: All the kids are saying it.
2: That's what all the kids are saying. Yeah. Beyond the uh, sound desks.
4: So
3: the opposite of acoustic.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got. It's a good piece of rock. It's a bit outdated, maybe, but who cares? It's still. It's still good to listen to. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to go into the technicalities. So I listened to the acoustic version. It was just fucking acoustic guitar, and he just <laughs> strummed a bit. But yeah, uh, yeah. What did you think, Wayne? Or, actually, we're going to agree. What did you think? Yeah, I think I agree
0: with some of the some of the things you were saying. I definitely got a lot of sort of Pearl Jam sound, garden-y vibes. Like when I listened to it, I was sort of hurtled back into the past. It sort of sounds like something, you know, like a, a time. I wasn't ever a massive Pearl Jam fan, but by who my guitarist is, and um, you know. definitely... Definitely sort of, yeah, has that vibe. Yeah, I, I appreciated its kind of uh, aggressiveness. I, I actually emailed the dude because I'm a lyricist, um, as you know, and I was just a bit kind of confused about exactly what it was about. And that, to me, sort of words are, are everything. So I reached out to the band and was just like, can you just clear up exactly what this what this tune is about? Because the video that they've made has got lots of like protesters in and, and then lots of kids like running around spending money and yeah. So he kind of, he got back in touch with me and said that people think it's a political song, but it's completely non-political. And that's like, with all respect to, you know, this cool tune, that's a bit of a turn off for me, if I'm honest, (laughs) like punk through and through, you know what I mean? So yeah, he said that like, it's about people kind of protest and sign petitions and grow frustrated, but actually what they need to focus on is themselves and their own family and their own local community and stuff like that, which I can appreciate as a message. But I don't know, I think like, yeah, I love the, the music is cool, like not necessarily. Necessarily my cup of tea, but I just think I went. I wanted a little bit more kind of lyrical clarity, maybe.
2: Okay, yeah, that's probably the most the most just effort say, one of our guests has yeah. ever put in.
3: You <laughs> haven't heard this music podcast <laughs> connected bands all over the world. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, but more effort than me? In fact, cause I've just realised as you were saying that life normally I email the band, and I mean they've sent us their music in and asked, asked for it to be featured on the podcast. But normally I I do drop them an email and say that we're um, we're going to be featuring them just to give them a heads up. I actually. Forgot with this band, so, you, so, oh, so I'll email while, him tonight yeah. and say, <laughs> as you know, yeah, you're going to be <laughs> featured on our podcast.
2: <laughs> our guest, yeah.
4: our guest, has informed them for us. Uh, our guest yeah. is more organised than me.
3: Yeah, you welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. Wow. I, knew, I knew
4: there was something I'd forgotten to do.
3: Well, Wayne. This is i yes. Uh, right, so. Innocent by Second Echo. They only have an acoustic album on Spotify, and I believe that's for a reason. They're doing that strategically because if you like the acoustic version, you'll then go and try and seek them out and see the live versions. Uh, so the, the the plugged-inness versions, yes, as it were. <laughs> so they've only got six monthly listens on Spotify. They say that they uh, want to deliver guitar-driven rock, influenced by Pearl Jam, maybe Sam Garden, Alice in Chains, pretty much like you said. Uh, I'm guessing. That they're from Boulder City, Nevada, because that's sort of where all the YouTube videos are from. Again, there's nothing personal in their bio; it's all about what they've done and where they've played and things like that. So that's really all I could find out about them. I'm in agreement with with you, Neil. It's it's got a song. It's it's got drive. It's got passion. It's brilliantly produced and recorded. I was I was really impressed with the way it sounded. Uh, the guy himself, he looks a bit like uh, Zach Delarosa. Is it Zach Delarosa from Residents Machine? Mm, yeah. That-
4: yeah, rocker, yeah, he does he does, he does to, yeah. look like him, yeah. yeah.
3: I was going for that. The song is very it's sort of mid 2000s and it's, you know, Nickelbacky that sort of you know, I wanna say Midwest, but when I checked today, none of the bands who I was thinking of come from the Midwest. They all come from all over the bloody <laughs> place. Nickelback's from Canada, Creed's from Florida, you know. The the vibe I was getting from it, there's a band I used to listen to a long time ago called Saliva. Are you familiar with this band? <laughs> no. 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 And they he's got he's reminiscent, his voice is reminiscent of a guy called Josie Scott, who is the lead singer. You guys will know him, all of you. He is the second guitarist on Hero, the Chad Kroger song from oh, the yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man film, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the second guitar, he's the second singer on on that song,
2: right? Yeah, so He's single guitarist, both. Oh,
3: okay. Joe, you Josie, Josie Scott, I think his name. is I, I remember. I, remember yeah. I can picture the video now. Wouldn't yeah. You? yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good song. Yeah, I, I was in agreement. Uh, I'm. I was going the same way as you. Really. I couldn't really work out what the song was trying to say. You know, because you watch mm. the video. The video is, I mean, it's brilliantly done. If dated a little, it feels like it's ten years older yeah. video. And I got the consumerist part of it. And I got, you know, there's a bit where there's a guy standing up saying about immigration, and they push mm. him over and out the way. I was like, okay, that's sort of a commentary on what's happening in America at the moment, but I'm not really getting that from the song, so I was a bit confused. I was the same as you. I was a bit confused.
4: See, I didn't analyse it to the level that you you two have, but I, um, uh, Wayne and Ray, but I, uh, I I definitely got the from the video. I I assumed it was it was kind of some, some sort of political.
3: It turns out it's, it's so, not.
4: Yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah. They're
0: completely yeah. non political. He's written completely in capital letters as well. Oh, right, <laughs> Completely okay. non political. Uh, keep keep your kids um, in the house. <laughs> <just know> <laughs> keep your kids in the house. Take
3: them off the internet. Read them a story. That's basically what it's oh, all okay. about. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
4: yeah.
2: So, there we go. That was um, that was them and their song. Yeah.
3: Second echo and in
2: Second echo and, yeah. So, we move on. We move on, Wayne. We move on. It was me, yeah. me or you. Was you. You or me me so yes uh, my song that I'm bringing is called Woven and it's by Seeker Okay, so that was Chic with her song uh,
3: Woven. What did you think of that song then, Wayne? Well, you're starting with me. Yeah, I'm starting with you. Right, okay, so um, she has a slight sound of Celine Dion in her voice. Anybody else get that? No. <laughs> kind of. No. <laughs> I, I got that. I'll elaborate on kind of in a moment,
4: yeah. but yeah. I, I, I said
3: slight, I didn't say she was Celine Dion. It's just a slight sound. There's, there's The way she phrases things and the, and the tone of her voice, how it goes, is slightly Celine Dion. It's not a bad thing, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's. that's no, I'm not saying it's at. a
2: bad thing. It's just I'm not hearing it at all.
3: It's quiet and it puts me in mind of like golden hour, you know, and you're walking through like the forest and it's just that perfect time. Where the, the, the sunlight's gone a bit golden. He put, that's sort of, that's how the song... You've got the
2: rays coming through the trees. Yeah, that
3: sort of thing, yeah. Oh, I like that, yeah. Wayne. I like that. That's a yeah. nice little
2: painting you pictured yeah. for me there.
3: And I picked up that it's 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 like a love song. And it's about longing and, and the, the being together. And, and through time, you know what I mean? That's, that's what I got. I.e. Uh, woven. You know, you're woven together. I found it very affecting. I'll be honest. I find it, I, and I found that it's affecting. Affecting, yeah. What, 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 it, it can you elaborate? Me. It, 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 it sort of dragged a personal feeling out of me. It, oh, was, okay. You're a very emotional person, aren't you, Wayne? I try to be. If music can do that to you, the thing I found with this song is that it's lyric-driven. It's not music driven at all. The music is very secondary and, and I think that's that's the way it's meant to be. You know, there's a line in it that says the last line in the song says, just know that I'm thinking of you. Now I took that as somebody's last thought before they passed away. That's what I took that as. Just know that I'm thinking of you. And it's the last moment of their life. And that's what they and it's that's sort of that sort of thing affected me. It's 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 a personal moment, you know. And it's it's something we always go to where it can affect, you know, somebody being personal in the song can affect yeah, I thought, the, I thought the, the phase guitar in it was really good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And it took me a while to enjoy it, I'll be honest. It's not a song that I fell in love with straight away. But after a few listens to it, I thought it was fantastic.
2: What I got from this song was that when I go away for a weekend, I don't have any time to listen to music anymore. So I've got, <laughs> I'm not allowed to go on holiday anymore. <laughs> I don't have much to say about this. The one song that I brought up, other than I, I like it, it's ethereal, it's got almost a Celtic vibe to it. It has, yeah. It's on say, and it's got like a clanadish feel to it. You like Clanad, Neil? You get
4: that? I, I do, and I've yeah. actually got that in my notes. Oh, have you really? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, mm. but yeah, we should have taken more time to listen to it and get to know. I should, I've done such a hectic week, and it's not an excuse, it's, it's really bad of me. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful song. It, it's beautiful. It is.
3: We should make. I mentioned that it's not released till the 12th of June, so it'll uh, be released by the time this is yes, a, out, it so, is, yeah.
2: so you you don't need, even need to say that, Wayne. Well, I did anyway. Yeah, so this song was actually released uh, the 12th of June. How about that?
3: Was well, July as well? I've there gone you, back a yeah. month.
2: <laughs> so this song was released the 12th of July this month.
4: I had a thought about time travel the other day. You know, come um, on, then. let's go there then. Well, you see, cause <laughs> I've always 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 said right, time travel cannot be possible. Because We're
3: travelling through time right now.
4: Yeah, but, <laughs> but backwards time travel can't be possible because somebody would would have done it and we would know about it because they've done it. But then it occurred to me the other day, what if they have and they've actually changed the timeline in the course of history, but we don't know because we can't remember the other timeline? What if that happens to us every single day?
3: Neil, that's like every fucking sci-fi time travel that film is <laughs> for,
2: That is Back to, to the future! <laughs>
3: that is for a completely different <laughs> podcast. It the is, the infinite, but infinite,
4: infinite, infinite monkey. Cage. That'll mess with your head. That will.
2: <laughs> the infinite monkey cage. Yeah? Yes. That's infinite infinite podcast, monkey. We, we could <laughs> wake
4: up in the morning and there'll be no podcast. <laughs> we could wake up in the morning and we'll be millionaires doing the podcast.
2: But that's what I'm planning. <laughs>
4: could, I like he, Neil. Could be think. you that invented.
2: Is this going into the edit? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I like Neil's
4: tangents. Look at his face. though. He's so proud of himself? <laughs> <laughs> it's the butterfly effect that is Neil. Do you want to know where this train of thought came from? Your fucking head. <laughs> shall, shall we continue down this rabbit hole? We're talking. About I don't know, con- as I want to Neil. We're talking about conspiracy theories at work, <sighs> and apparently this is this is a fact. It's, there's an actual conspiracy theory out there about why the Titanic sank. Oh God
2: the, reason why, of the, tit-
4: fucking the <laughs> reason why the titanic sank according to this conspiracy theory is that it's it's the most visited point in history for time travelers so there were too many people on the boat that's why there weren't enough lifeboats because there's all these people who shouldn't have been there who traveled back in time to, to, to voyage on the titanic do you know what i
3: really fucking hate about that it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> So oh, Rhee anyway, I'm so Neil, sorry what did you think of this no. song? I, 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 uh, what did I think of... I'm sorry but uh, you, go, you go first, You go, yeah, go first, I it, really. You go
4: first uh,
0: Sorry, I couldn't understand Ray and Neil then
3: <laughs> Can't understand Neil most of the time so.
4: <laughs> But there will be an alternative timeline somewhere yeah. where I went first <laughs>
2: <laughs> Okay, so yeah Sorry, Rick.
0: Yeah, okay. So, Richie, yeah, you kind of, like, I think did yourself over with, like, not choosing the punk band for me (laughs) because this tune is about as far from the music that I'm into as it's possible to get. Um, So I can appreciate it. It's like, Ethereal is exactly kind of what I was thinking and what I was kind of noting down. It made me think of, you know, that NRG song um, that goes like, I need your love. Yes. I fucking love that. So, like, yeah, which I love. That's a proper tune, yeah. (laughs) Um, And I could kind of hear elements of that when it started, but um, yeah, it's like it's a good it's it's a it's a good tune, I'm sure, for people who are into this kind of like slow, sort of airy, kind of um, yeah, ethereal vibe, but just like absent of aggression. So it's it's just not my it's just not my bag. There's some drums that kick in at like three minutes thirty for like a minute, (laughs) like some kind of light drums and I was like oh 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 but they don't you know they're they're just sort of tap it. you know like brushing brushing drums so yeah I, ag- um, I
2: agree with what you're saying about aggression I'm, I, I just think there's a time for aggression there's a time yeah. to be able to sit back and chill yeah you know, I can't so sometimes I'm, I'm at work I'm, I'm, I'm you know I've, I've,
3: don't want to kill anybody
2: I don't I just want to sit down I want to <laughs> chill you know so I just need to relax and if I'm listening to some some punk about someone I wanted to, to destroy the establishment it's just gonna it's gonna put my blood pressure through the roof <laughs> it's something a bit more chill yeah but
0: yeah don't get me wrong I think like so so I I really do appreciate kind of artists like think in those moments where on the very rare occasion that I do need to have kind of gentler music but I think I still need a bit more dynamism a bit more like gentle angel angelic sort of you know, which is so soothing. Maybe if, I don't know, like if I was completely, you know, like up at six o'clock in the morning after having been out all night and you get to that point where you need something super chilled and whatever, cool. But, I, yeah, like in, in my day-to-day kind of normal life, yeah, not really my bad.
2: No, I appreciate that. That's fair enough.
4: Neil, I absolutely loved it. Um, I, um, yeah, it... Uh, but it confused me.
2: Okay. What well, you should have done is you should you should have, have uh, emailed. You, you, know, you should have emailed the artist and asked them what it was about.
4: And she have said, "Why are
2: you
3: listening
4: to my song? It hasn't been released yet."
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, said, travel, I back sent a private link
4: to it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, no, the, the reason it confused me, it basically to, it seemed to combine. Two genres that I love, which I'll I'll explain in a moment. But I can't I can't identify when it stopped becoming one and became the other. So it starts off very haunting and ethereal, that word again. Very smooth vocal and a brilliant there's brilliant build up and instrumentation throughout the song. And yeah, Rich mentioned Clannad. I likened it to Clannad to begin with. Clannad, and go with me on this, a little bit of the more recent U two stuff. There's a very sparse guitar in the background, not not the voice obviously, it sounds something like Bono. <laughs> but but you know, the, the sparse that guitar. That be a good thing. There, yeah. Well, there was a <laughs> but very on a
2: different of, timeline, she does. There,
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a very sort of edgy guitar in the background. Hey, see what I did there?
3: Oh, fuck me. Oh, dear. Um, <coughs>
4: but yeah, I mean, kind of like, I'm talking about like the last two U2 albums when everybody went off and because they turned out to be they tax avoiders for, Is that the one where they
2: forced everybody to listen to them on Apple?
4: Yeah, and they didn't pay any tax on it. Yeah. That that one, um, but but yeah. So yeah, and then all of a, all of a sudden, I'm listening to it. I'm listening to it, and then it suddenly occurred to me, I was listening to an '80s power ballad. And I think this when you said Celine Dion, that's 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 where I said I, I kind of understand a bit. It's that very uh, a voice gets gets more powerful throughout. You must not have notice this, which but I'm sure a synth comes in. Yeah, no, I, I know you're of synth, but it, oh, fucking it's it. the
3: towards, fight, towards
4: the end. I realise I'm listening to something that Foreigner could have released. But I listened so, so I went back and I listened to it again. I was like, I want to pinpoint the bit where it stopped becoming Clannad and became Roxette. And, <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't pinpoint that
3: that, that point. It's, it's, it, it really baffled me it's not a bad thing I love the song See, you, you've hit something there Now I wouldn't say 80s power ballad what I'd say is mid 90s like Meatloaf yeah. you know Meatloaf yeah, I'd yeah, do anything for love thing, and that yeah. sort of thing yeah, yeah I've yeah, probably got go my
4: decades mixed up
3: a bit i well, it's I'm like, not same getting power really
2: ballad from it at all
3: because oh. mm. it's not powerful enough that's what it is it's, it's an understated power yeah.
4: ballad you know it's not not all power ballads that, that, are, like, that, that lesser rock known
3: genre music understated power ballad yeah okay but I did like it. I thought it was amazing. In an alternate timeline, it is a power ballad, obviously. Yeah.
4: It's <laughs> going to be a recurring theme. Of though, course it is. It? <laughs> but it won't be in an alternative timeline.
2: <laughs> right, so that was my song then. Woven by Seeker. <laughs> check her out. Check her out on all the socials and everything. We'll leave it all in the show notes for you to check her out. Probably check her out better than I have, because I've been shit this week. So we move on to Wayne?
3: I'm bringing the band Horong and their song, CC. Enjoy we So that was Harung and their song CC. This is one of the bands, obviously, who have uh, contacted us. I-, I listened to a fair few of their songs. Uh, they-, they sent me some links to SoundCloud. I caught these guys really late after their email, unfortunately. They, they emailed me in April, and it took us till now to get around to it, just, just to give you an in- a-, a bit of a pulling back the curtain and see- looking at the podcast from behind the scenes. We have hundreds of artists We're still waiting for us to listen to them, and... These guys emailed me in April, and I'm only bringing them now. So just if if you sent a, a song, please bear with us. We'll get to you at some point. You know, what I worked out the other day.
2: Or we'll delete you because you're absolute dog shit.
3: <laughs> I, worked out the other, I worked out the other day with just the ones I've got in my inbox, not the <laughs> ones I've listened to and done something with, the ones that are in my inbox. We have enough podcasts, we have enough material for podcasts for 112 episodes.
4: Wow. Wow.
3: Yeah.
2: Is that include the artist of the week and the Beast? Oh uh, well? No, that's
3: just the A side. So okay. you, could, you could strip it down on that. So yeah, um, I had to listen to these guys. I, I thought it was, you know, the, the, the stuff they're doing is it's very 80s indie. And I really enjoyed it I had to read about the band uh, These guys are from uh, Bangalore They're from Delhi uh, In India No shit Yeah um, uh, the guy I spoke to is a guy called Kamal he's the founder member uh, it was a solo project that he brought members in and became a band he's a music therapist from from Bangalore I think the music is brilliant uh, there's an instrumental on, on the album called Shark Shark and I really wanted to bring it but because it's an instrumental I thought I'd want to showcase what they could do rather than just bring an instrumental okay. uh, like I said the album's brilliant it has this great 80s indie vibe it's like somewhere between like Sonic Youth and, and Joy Division mixed with a bit of Throbbing Gristle <laughs> <laughs> What? Never heard of them, why? I, right? I knew you were going to say Throbbing this. Gristle. Throbbing Gristle, yeah. Wow. They're an 80s experimental indie band. Oh, they are actually a band? Yeah. I, thought, I thought you, you no, were described something. One of their albums... <laughs> like, like Gristle at Paul one, one albums. One of their albums is completely made up of... like There's no instruments. It's all just whatever they could make a noise from. And then they released it as classic folk uh, um, modern folk classics they called it and they've got a picture on the front of them in like polo necks on a on a sea view and then sent it out so you can imagine people picking up throbbing gristles modern folk classics listen to this <laughs> so yeah it, it, anyway there's it's somewhere between that uh, I love the way that it, this all the tracks are recorded because it's, it's very lo-fi you know and I, I've got a feeling that you'd see them and they'd sound exactly the same as they do on the record um, yeah absolutely loved it in this song I love the use of the feedback and the melodic Guitar, the lullaby guitar that comes in off, uh, about halfway through. I thought it's fantastic. Right, who should we start with? ree Go on ree we'll start with you ree
0: Yep, I thought this was pretty good. Um, I c- again I had a bit of an issue making out the lyrics but I didn't get in contact with them um, <laughs> with this lot. It was, I liked this kind of reassuring refrain that keeps on saying there's no need to worry. So <laughs> I thought that that was quite a sort of heartwarming kind of thing and yeah, lots of effects and kind of jingly jangly indie sort of vibe, like you've um, like you've said. It's very
3: shoegazy, isn't it? That's, that's- Shoe yeah. as well. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. It's very shoegazy, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah,
4: interrupting that's it. You. So I, Sorry.
0: No, 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 no at all. So I think like if I saw it like I, I don't think it's music that you can kind of dance to at a gig. I think it's shoegaze is exactly it. It's it's like appreciating music rather than throw yourself around the place music. So yeah, but it was yeah, it's it's interesting interesting stuff.
3: Very good.
4: Neil? I I liked it. Um, I mean, we mentioned the effects and things. I personally... Thought it could do with a little bit less distortion. Distortion kind of took me out of it a bit. Which is a shame because I I normally love that kind of thing. But it it just felt it didn't feel like it belonged there. It felt like I I like I like the song, but I think it would have it could have done with being a little bit cleaner. It sounded it reminded me a lot of Jimmy Eat World, who I like rhythmically, but with too much distortion. It was almost like Jimmy Eat World decided they were going to be Nirvana. So how do we do that? We just put a load of distortion onto what we play, and it just yeah that that. Kind of confused me, but in a less good way than Richie's song confused me. But it wasn't unpleasant. It was, it was, it was good. There you go, Wayne. He, yeah.
2: It wasn't unpleasant. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, he just that
2: is, a, that is a, an endorsement in an a half.
3: That's the backhanded smack across the face I was looking for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Wait till you hear, mine? Yeah. So, uh, Rich,
2: this wasn't for me. It's it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't my bag. It's. Hard to put my finger on it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, this man. Uh, I appreciate what they're doing. I appreciate what you're saying. I can see where you're coming from, but I'm um, now just wasn't my my cup of tea. Unfortunately, but yeah, that's uh
3: okay. That's that's my it's, point it's, of view. It's not your bag. It's
2: not my bag, unfortunately. Right. But I appreciate I, I appreciate where it's coming from and what it's that. doing.
3: So we've reached the end on. of the head-to-head section, and it's all down to the important. Verdict. Yeah, the important Ooh, verdict. What's happen?
2: Well, I know I'm out of the picture. <laughs> it's between Neil and Wayne. Who did, you, who did you like? Um, hang on, um, hang on, hang so on. Before, before you don't Who do we think is, she's, yeah. she's going
3: to choose? Yeah. Well, she ain't going to choose me. I, you know what? I, I um, I could've, I could've, I've couldn't. i only got 50-50 choice, well, I couldn't she, put my I only. don't think
2: she's going to pick you, Wayne. Fucking hell. Um, no, I think... I don't know, actually. I
3: reckon I'm going to go with Wayne. I reckon Neil. I reckon Neil. I honestly don't know. I'm just completely on the fence with it.
2: Go on, then. Put us
3: out of misery. Uh,
0: yeah, no, it's, it's unequivocally Neil. Um, <laughs> I think the other two, like, uh, just yeah kind of weren't my weren't my bag I, it's got to be the kind of more angry more aggressive uh one for me so yeah well done now S-
2: second week yeah i'm catching up now
3: wow. i'm only That's two points behind
4: yeah well done i could
3: win this
2: yeah, could, yeah. Well, you
3: yeah, have got half a year. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ray. Eh? Congratulations, <laughs> She
2: didn't do it for you, Neil. Yeah.
4: <coughs> thank you, Second Echo, even though I forgot to email you. Yeah. But thank you. Yeah. And thank you, Rich, for introducing me to Second Echo.
2: Yeah. And thank you, uh, Ray, uh, for, for going out your way to do our job for us. No, no, I wanted to, I, I wanted to know. I needed <laughs> answers. I needed answers. Right, so we move on to our next round, and our next round, which is the Hidden Masterpiece.
4: Hidden Masterpiece!
2: And this week's Hidden Masterpiece masterpiece is brought by Ray.
0: And what have you brought? So I have chosen a song called Lunatic to Love by the Presidents of the United States of America.
2: You have? Yeah. So tell us about how you came across this and why you love it so much and all that. So the
0: Presidents were... Big when I was in school. Well, Peaches was a really popular song, wasn't it? Like, everyone kind of jumped on that bandwagon. And I did like it. Yeah. No shit. And I did... And Lump, obviously, were, like, fairly big hits. And I did... I did, you know, I liked those tunes. I thought they were all right, but I... One day coming to, I can't remember, was it history or, yeah, I went into school and I sat next to Chris Barnes um, and he gave me, I think, it, so it must have been on CD because of when it was, but I don't know if my mind has made me think that it was on tape because that's kind of more sort of Chris Barnes nostalgic gave me that CD and magical, and you know? <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> spreading it, promoting it. But yeah, Chris said to me, oh, give this a listen, um, Ray," and gave me the whole of uh, Presidents of the United States of America 2 so second album was just called too and i listened to it and have just yeah i absolutely i absolutely love the album the whole lot and i think lunatic to love is i think far better than than peaches and and lump yeah i think everyone can kind of appeal to going out with someone who's a bit mental basically
4: oh yeah um, oh, can to that? you know You've
0: got a story Richard. um and yeah so <laughs> i think that yeah, I just really like it. It's just so driving, and it always makes me feel so happy. And it's just kind of buried on an album somewhere. And I feel like when yeah, when you say the name of the band, people are like, "Oh, that song about peaches," and I'm like, "No, that's <laughs> like yeah." So yeah, uh, love
2: it. Weird that you mentioned peaches because this song is a million miles from peaches. Mm. And when you peaches would be a when you classic. when you brought them as a hidden masterpiece, it. I immediately thought, well, this doesn't fit because it needs to be somebody who's famous and that's, uh, you know, a song that nobody knows of theirs. But I went on Spotify and, yeah, they're popular. (laughs) So this this fits perfectly.
0: This was a really (coughs) difficult task for me, actually. Like, when you sent the brief and it was like, choose a popular artist and a hidden track because... Lots of the music that I listened to is, you know, like I was just like, who the who the fuck do I have I have I listened to that people are going to have heard of, and I thought this was like a super popular band. Well, so, they they like, are. The, they're for yeah, over a
2: million yeah. listens a month on Spotify. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, they're. I think they're great. I thought the uh, spe- you know, the speaky bit in it. It's not rap, is it? It's, it's, it's spoken word. Write it down. Yeah, it reminded me of One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you yeah. you do a lot of that in your work as well. The, the old spoken word thing, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. I I love. I'm um, well as as has probably come across. I'm just all about lyrics and lyricism and you know like playing with words and delivery and I the I think the fact that the president's mixed that with sort of bluegrassy kind of. Yeah, very American vibe, I suppose. In obviously, in my band, it's very kind of British, Brighton, um, you know, uh, punky vibe. But I really, yeah, they're definitely an, an influence somewhere in there.
2: Yeah, they 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 aren't scared to mix it up. They've got some. Yeah, if you listen to the, so I, I did have a listen to a few of their songs. They they're not scared to experiment with different sounds and not it's a lot of rock I've found in the past like it tends to become. Very samey, but it's nice when somebody yeah. mixes it up a bit. Makes an album sound different from beginning to end. Yeah, Neil?
0: Yeah,
4: agreed. Yeah, I thought it's a really good song. Um, brilliant drive to it. I'm not really. I mean, I know those big songs that we do. We just mentioned Peaches and Lump, and you know, and as soon as as soon as she said it, it's like yes, that's 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 what I know for the uh, for the president of the U- uh, United States of America. But I'm not, you know, not band I've really followed well. Um, but yeah, it's got a really good drive. to it. It's really quirky, which I like. You know, I like anything that's a bit sort of off the wall. You mentioned that sp- spoken bit. That 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 was fantastic. The way that just came in, it just flowed perfectly with the song. The video I watched had 133,000 views, so I'm not sure how hidden it is. I mean, compared to the likes of uh, Alicia's Attic, which wasn't even on on the internet. (laughs) But then I suppose if you compare compare it to that, I mean, that was the epitome of a hidden masterpiece. Yeah, I think Um, you'll struggle to beat that. So, um, yeah, but uh, it's a brilliant song. I, I, I love the song.
2: Yeah, what did you think, Wayne?
3: Oh, I've got some facts and figures and stuff like that Of course like you figures. have to. Of course <laughs> I have It's because I do my yeah, my research Wayne's our
4: resident <clears throat> encyclopedia So, losing to Love from news. the album
3: 2 from 1996 So this is the second album of the United No States. shit It's funny you're saying <laughs> that Well, no, It's funny you're saying that there was a departure between, you know Peaches and
2: Lump
3: Billy and Talent did that they did Billy Talent 1 mm. and Billy Talent 2 mm. lots of bands do it you know Led Zeppelin 1 Led Zeppelin 2 you know. yeah Um.
4: many <coughs> bands who can't think of an album
3: yeah uh, they're probably most famous for the songs we mentioned Peaches which has 49 million streams and Lump which has 53 million streams post rock alt uh, sorry post grunge alt rock band from Seattle they recorded a demo in 1990 that circulated around the Seattle music scene uh, that earned them a cult following which then garnished them um, with a drummer from quite a popular band I can't remember the hell the name of it now and then they they sort of pr- pr- propelled themselves into the mainstream, and they caught the tail end of grunge. You know, it was after sort of Nirvana was well, Kurt Cobain killed himself, and they sort of came to the forefront. Then I looked and looked and looked for a bit of trivia on the President of the United States, and all I could find was tri- trivia about the President of the United States. So I've got some trivia about the Presidents of the United States, <laughs> right? You no, so, no,
2: really? Yeah,
3: George Washington. <laughs> for fuck's sake! Was the first <laughs> president? Time travel and all George Washington was the first president to be unanimously elected. It's amazing how much I don't care. JFK was the first president to hold a press conference. Confidence? Confidence? Conference conference, on TV. (laughs) And Ulysses S. Grant was the American president who formed the first national park in 1872, which was Yellowstone National Park.
2: Can you edit all the names? No, fuck no, that's interesting.
3: Jesus. (laughs) I I really (sighs) like the song. The thing about the song is I think it had worked perfectly fine if they released it today you know yeah, yeah and we're I talking 22 years yeah it's aged yeah. very well yeah and and the stuff out there today which sounds exactly the same as this
2: in fact I think this song would work better today if it was released than Peaches and um, the other one
3: Lump mm. Yeah, yeah
2: uh, I
0: think it's kind of ageless like because they're just doing something Different, yeah. and I think that's you can't, yeah. You can't ascribe it. Oh, this is a 90s song or whatever, it's just, yeah, something kind of mm. n- new. I think, yeah, you know, and if, I
2: know,
3: if, yeah, if, it's something that just yeah, is. If the vamps turned up and yeah. released this, you know, it'd fit perfectly with what they're doing, and you know, yeah, so yeah, it's mm. a good song. But is it a hidden masterpiece?
2: I think so. I do think I didn't think so when it was first sent over,
3: yeah. This as I say, I struggled with the like choose a popular I think band, you did thing, well, so though. This was yeah. like, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would say, yeah, definite Hidden Masterpiece. Now I know what I know.
3: Now you know what you know. But that's the entire point, isn't it? You know, your preconception was wrong and then you did a bit of research and you changed your mind. And
2: now it look like...
4: Sure, sure Neil. Did. I will take a hidden masterpiece. I mean I mentioned the um hundred and thirty three thousand views earlier, suggesting that perhaps it wasn't hidden, but I think in comparison of some of the statistics you've just read out about of the more popular songs, mm. yes, I'll take a hidden yeah, masterpiece. Yeah, and
0: also they've been to, sorry to like fight my corner, but like they've <laughs> been together for they've formed a fucking long time ago. Yeah. So hundred and thirty three thousand views is not
3: But in a different
0: time not stream that that they didn't many. form. <laughs> in, it's true. It's not that many when you think about it, you know. I, I, I
4: most misheard you then, Ray. I thought you were saying they had uh, they formed 133,000 years ago. No, that's because what I, yeah, oh, anyway. I was—I was thinking of the time travel thing again. But yeah. anyway, <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I absolutely, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a hidden masterpiece. When you compare it to everything else they've done and how many monthly listens they get on Spotify, well, yeah. my
3: my vote is irrelevant, but I agree, it is a hidden masterpiece. There you yeah. go, three yeah. for three. Three for three, well, well done.
2: You, you get absolutely nothing but well done. You get to,
3: you get to well, go into yeah. our fictional hall of fame.
2: The fictional hallway. we should yeah. put something on the back or something. Yeah, it's,
3: it's there, Rich, it's what you want to It's right there at the back, can't you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's right next door to the fictional forgotten classic shelf.
4: Yeah, <laughs> uh, And you've got the satisfaction that you managed to change Rich's mind.
3: Exactly. did
4: changed my mind, it proved me wrong.
3: <laughs> Same <difference>. Even better. <laughs> uh, right then, so the President's United States of America, their song Lunatic to Love is a hidden masterpiece. It is!
2: Yes. and uh yeah, maybe put some applause over or something, it's just you know. <laughs> I made like an effect, like, you know, because... I just... Hey! I
3: that
4: <laughs> Brilliant. I was thinking of that clip in Monty Python when they do a funny sketch and you have the old ladies just clap. <laughs> nice.
2: Right! After all that frivolity, we'll move on to our forgotten classic. And our forgotten classic isn't our forgotten classic, it's Rhi's forgotten classic. Good. What have you brought, Rhee? Oh,
0: God, I hope I haven't fucked this <laughs> one. Well. He, he didn't, didn't did. fuck on, the last on. one Neil didn't do
2: forgotten classic. Oh, well done. <laughs> neil going to shout down the mic. Go on. Forgotten. brilliant sorry so for the forgotten classic what have you brought for us really
0: so the brief for forgotten classic <laughs> is like a song that you really really love and you used to love back in the day but you don't listen to all that often anymore. And so I've chosen Decepticon by La Tigre, which is Kathleen, Hanna, one of Kathleen Hannah's like projects after Bikini Kill. And this is, uh, so again, it's like fairly, fairly niche, I suppose. I think it's like big amongst punk persuasion folk. But um, I, yeah, I can't really remember when I found this song. I think it was like played a lot when I was just at parties when I was younger. It's one of those songs where I don't, I don't really listen to it when I'm not drunk, but when I'm at people's houses and I've had a drink, it's the one that I'm like, PANTICOPICON! So yeah. Do like me? I actually probably do hear it fairly often, (laughs) but I can't remember it too clearly. So it's, yeah, forgotten classic.
3: (sighs) We've been doing this a year and a bit now, and that's the first, uh, I don't even know what that was, but that's the first (laughs) time we've had that. (laughs)
2: That was brilliant. yeah, basically, you you fucked up. Um, no,
3: no,
2: no, no, no. To be fair, it's, um, it is a forgotten classic to you. Obviously, I mean, after, I, no, but it is. You know, after with what you've just explained, it is a forgotten classic to you. You know, but um, not to me. I've never heard it before.
3: Yeah, I may have some
2: statistics. Oh, I really? Don't, I don't have anything bad to say about no. it. It's not a bad song. I love it. It's great. It's a classic. You've never, have, have any of you heard it before? No, uh, never.
0: No and, um, <laughs> oh, see,
1: shit. Very, very very
4: often I haven't heard of the Forgotten Classics because right. the stuff that was sort of I, I kind of had a very sort of niche tunnel view Christian music, of, to to yeah, of Christian like,
2: music. Now I, I used to listen to a lot of Christian <laughs> music and, I used to listen to
4: a lot of Christian music. DC talking news boys sort of outside of that i i'm quite blinkered oh, when it comes shit. to the classic so uh, but my wife is like she's the kind of person that you want on your team in a in a, in a pub quiz uh, on the music round she knows absolutely everything about it. she's an encyclopedia of music so did she pl- know this i played it to her and she'd never heard of it either
5: <laughs> oh no sorry <laughs> oh
4: shit. It's, it could have okay.
2: been a hidden masterpiece really <laughs> yeah I,
3: i'm gonna start my little segment off by Go saying on, i think the fucking video is incredible is it yeah it's like these two people just like dancing it's it's fucking brilliant i absolutely adore it it's it's brilliant that's all i've got to say about that um decepticon then so 14 million streams on spotify by La Tigra, which obviously in french means the tiger
2: i did think this when you look at the 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 number of listens Mm. it's not unpopular it does fit the category. It just
3: mean Ree's been drunk a lot of times. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. Uh, so, the, yeah, the band is La and the album is La Tigra from 1999. They're from New York City. They have had Decepticon featured in an episode of a Netflix show called Special and it's also in The Book of Life. I don't know if you know that, the Leica film. The Book of Life oh, pff, No Okay They also have had a song Featured in Jessica Jones Oh yeah Jessica Jones yeah. They've written a song Christina Aguilera as well Called My Girls Oh And the song focuses On the death of meaning Um. Uh, sorry The death of meaningful Meaningful lyrics In rock music I.e. Who put the <laughs> You know Who took the ram In the ram <laughs> yeah, i Yeah. a ding dong
2: Yeah, be-
3: yeah. It's, it's very satirical though. I like that a lot yeah, you know? Who did good. take it out You know When, when did pop become mm. You know Commercial And not a genre On its own you yeah, know. shit, yeah. Stock Aitken Kid and Waterman, I'd say, personally, but you know. Might be you them. like them, don't you? No.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. When I'm drunk at parties, listening, <laughs> listening to Decepticon that I don't know. Um, the funny
2: thing is, everybody can relate to what, yeah. what, what you said there. That when you're at a party and you just want to listen, nobody else's music matters but yours. Yours is better and you want everybody else to listen to it because they'll understand that your music is fantastic. And then they're like, we'll listen to mine first. Yeah, yeah, we'll listen to whatever. Play mine next. A couple of weeks ago. And that's when Decepticon comes out. A
3: couple of weeks ago, (laughs) my next door neighbours, there's two ladies who live next door to me. I don't know their names so I can't name and shame them. There was two ladies who live next door to me and the one lady was moving out and they decided to th- leave, throw a leaving party, and they had the best fucking emo disco I've ever heard at midnight. It was fantastic. Emo disco? List, e- <laughs> listening to eight girls singing the Black Parade at fucking five past midnight. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> out the tune was fucking brilliant. <laughs> These guys remind me of a band I brought from my head-to-head a while ago called Chicks on Speed. Do you remember that? We don't play guitars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know those, yeah. Rhi? Really? Yeah. 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 yeah You know oh, yeah. Chicks on Speed? Yeah. Oh. They're not less unknown. Walk, we in, don't play
4: guitars. Walks in, we don't play guitars. Walks in those circles. Walks
2: me? in those circles. Yeah. Have you um, heard of
4: Brutus? We, we walk in those circles, but we yes, don't I play heard guitar. Of Brutus,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing Brutus from my head to head next time.
3: Yeah, I, I, I thought this was would
2: I have won with Brutus? Yeah, yeah, Shit, definitely. I think Brutus would have taken it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I'll do anyway. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I've got nothing bad to say about the song. I, I would definitely put it in the... The classic section.
0: Mm. Um, Just should have put it in a different section.
3: Um, <laughs> and a whole yeah, new so section for you. <laughs> new. Punk songs Song we've never heard of. <laughs> do you know
0: what? Do you know what I was thinking of, of choosing actually? Can I ask you? I was good like one of the things that was really popular when I was younger that I was really into was Word Up by Gunn. Do you remember Gunn's version of that? Do you remember that? Because that was that's like about as popular as it.
2: Maybe it not it by name, no. but I'll, I'll, ty- I'll type it know. into Spotify. Okay. I I'll know probably Kors know when I version. listen to it. What's it called? Yeah,
0: so the Cameo yeah. tune, but like yeah. by Gun. So it's like the sort of nineties. What am I typing yeah. into Spotify? Into sorry. Version. Word up. Word up. Word yeah. up by Gun, but like, uh, but actually now I prefer the Corn version of. Anyway, I'm going. I'm, I digress.
2: Shame.
3: You, you'd have won with that. No. <laughs> <It's> it.
2: <laughs> we, live, we live and learn. <laughs> uh, so,
3: is Le Decepticon by Decepticon? What did I say? I don't know Decepticon by Latigre Tigre is it a forgotten classic Rich?
2: <sighs> it's a classic I don't for, for me personally no it's not for me personally I can see where Rich coming from and why it is for her but no yeah. not for me and for the general mass public I wonder. thought I'm, so
3: I'm in agreement with you I hmm. mean I can't give it either I can't give it either I only listened to it two days ago for the first time so it's not forgotten not a classic but I agree with you it is in Reed's camp it is a forgotten classic for, for her just not in act not in, not in this podcast <laughs>
4: my, my vote can't swing this back now anyway but uh I, I 100% agree with you too. <laughs> but I, lo- I
2: like the song though. Absolutely, I, I like the song,
4: the song and I, w- I will say. But you
0: literally haven't heard this music, no. Uh, no. so yes. it's kind of fitting I, that's the name. I will, I will, I will, <laughs> I will say, really That's that, um, why I did it. That's, that's you know. what
4: you were thinking. Having listened to the song, I'm kind of jumping ahead a bit now. But having listened to the song that you brought for your artist spotlight, I can totally understand why you consider it to be a forgotten classic. Yeah.
3: Okay, agree. Um, yeah. I
4: will
2: and go and I will go out and listen to more of their music. I
3: will. Yes, I've downloaded. Did, uh, their albums yeah well their album or is it one album I can't remember if it's one or two now I can't remember there's two yeah,
2: yeah. yeah there's one, the second one's called two so La <laughs> <laughs> <The> Tigra's <laughs> great title yeah
3: okay then so unfortunately Decepticum by La Tigra does not make it into the forgotten classic shelf mm. whatever it is what we've got for us. we've it. got fuck
2: all we, ain't no, got nothing. No. We, just,
3: uh, we forgot to put we forgot to build something for it we, we, got, we forgot
2: <laughs> we've just got a piece of foam behind just that dampens the sound that's what we've got <laughs>
3: he's,
4: he's not lying
2: <laughs> so there we go ok yeah, moving on is it, is From... it
4: my favourite round now oh, sit back go on. sit back sit
2: back Neil when you do it so he went louder <laughs> if I'm going to sit back I'm going to get louder <laughs> He's so happy with himself. <laughs> Goddamn. Right, so yes, this is the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode. Go. Last time, Wayne was challenged to bring some Asian Underground by Francesca Louise, which I thought she just made up on the spot, but apparently it's a natural genre. Yes, it is. Mm. So tell us about it, Wayne. Tell us about it.
3: All right, so I was challenged with Asian Underground. And I will give you a brief description because we didn't have one in the last uh, episode. Asian underground is a term associated with various British Asians and South Asian Canadians. That threw me. (laughs) Uh, Musicians. Mostly Indian, Pakistani, um, Bangladesh and Sri Lankan who blend elements of underground dance music with traditional Asian music of their home countries in South Asia. So that's the... uh, that's the description of Asian American. I have brought Asian Dove Foundation and their song New Way New Life, which I came across Asian Dove Foundation. I knew of them, but I didn't know any music of theirs. I came across them last year at a festival. I saw them at Festival Number 6 where they rescored scored Are you familiar with the film LaHaine either of you? Oh yeah, I love that it film. It is a fucking immense film. Yeah, And they rescored it live in front of me. They
0: Actually, I saw that. Yeah, they come to Brighton and I didn't get to
3: see it. But yeah, that looked amazing. Um, they blew my eardrums and not not in a figurative, oh, my God, it was amazing. They literally blew my eardrums. I was deaf for three days afterwards. A like what I do. They were asked to by three different people to turn the music down, and they said, if it's too loud, you're too fucking old, is what they said. And then I oh had to shove God. things into my ears to stop it, and I was deaf for three days after it. But they were fucking amazing. Wow. They have a guy called... Oh, I forgot what he's called now, but he does... This strange thing, beatboxing with a flute.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that.
3: It is fucking incredible. And and to see it live in front of you, you don't believe what you're seeing. It's it's fucking something okay. to behold, it really is. Lehane, and the way they rescored it was fucking incredible. I mean, Lahane's a fantastic film. What
2: a film. Yeah,
3: and then to have the live music in front of you, even though it was fucking making my ears bleed, literally, uh, it was really, really good. <coughs> I, moved, I moved as well. I sat in the third row to start with, I moved to the back, and they still made my ears bleed. It was just too fucking loud. Um, <clears throat> they should have known better. They got your defenders in, they were fucking fine. I, I had that with
2: kosheen Gigo and kosheen they were far too loud at the Institute. And...
3: Yeah. yeah, I think he blew uh, one of the speaker cones early on in the in the film, and the film was about an hour and forty five minutes, so was about twenty minutes. Ago, he blew one of the speaker cones, and I think that's what did it. It rattled all the way through uh, the bass oh, player. Right. I think, yeah, it was it was not not a fun experience, but a fun experience at the same time. It was a really weird one. Asian Dub Foundation are from London. They've had many changes over the years. I've had sixteen different members to date. Uh, they formed in nineteen ninety three at an education workshop where it was all about programming music and that's where they formed their band. Uh, they released their first <coughs> single, Rebel Warrior, in 1995. Um, and like I say, this is, along with like people like Talvin Singh, do you know who he is? No. It's a really good genre of music, I really I really did enjoy I downloaded a, a Spotify playlist of about 50 songs and listened to every single one of them. And when Asian Dub Foundation came up, because I'd got this nice little anecdote, I thought I'd bring them. But there was lots of stuff on there I really, really did enjoy. Uh, let's start with Neil. Let's have, a, let's have a listen to what Neil thinks about it.
4: I thought it was a great song and a great example of the genre. Mm. I wasn't too sure about it to begin with because, you know, kind of underground, I, I kind of like, you know, to me that's... Throbbing Gristle. Well, yeah, kind of kind of un- <laughs> unknown. And uh, I, I've heard of the Asian Dub Foundation, or you know, I heard of them years ago. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they could be really classed as Asian underground anymore. But then it occurred to me that um, they were there highlighting a sound and it's not their fault they became famous. <laughs> You know, it's it's so it's you know, <coughs> underground is the genre. <laughs> it's mm. not your fault you became famous, rich, and popular. <laughs> like, I, mean, I went to um, I had I got, I got a Scottish mate who used to um, put uh, playing bands and put on gigs and things up in Edinburgh. And uh, I mean, Edinburgh has got a really weird underground scene. I, I remember going to a gig with him, and he was explaining to me that nobody would show up because these bands like they don't advertise the gig because if anybody turns up. They, they'd be accused of selling out. <laughs> you know, and it's, 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 it's like a different subculture. But uh, yeah, it, yeah, I liked it. it. Very anthemic, very sort of, you know, it, it sort of captures almost like a, a sort of Manchester vibe.
3: Yeah, I can see that, Neil, yeah. Um, but
4: yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Cool. Can I go next? Ritual? Go on then. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I've had Asian Dub Foundation on my playlist for a while. I, I do like them a lot. This one, though, I, I wasn't familiar with this one. It sounded more reggae in parts. It sounded like he was
3: singing in patois. But yeah, that that's included in um, Asian Underground. Oh, is it? Yeah, you Can throw some dancehall in there. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. I, I did like it. I, I found that this genre is now before before anybody accuses me of being racist, it's not what you, I, I I like to think of it as balti music, and the reason being it's got an eastern vibe, but it's created for a western palate.
4: Ah, I see there where you go. You go yeah. I that, yeah, I got that. Immediately they when you said that, p- I was thinking of what plays in an Indian restaurant. Yeah, no, what, no, okay, say yeah. something so, like that. So
2: this would you wouldn't hear this over in you know Asia or in the in the East, but it's and the thing is, their music that they listen to over there, we wouldn't listen to. So what's happened is, they've fused it, they've merged it, they've played with it, and they've made it palatable to us.
3: And it's good. They've done a very good job of it. You know, how I say this. I see this as um, when you're sat at home and your dad plays Elvis all the time. I'm just, my dad didn't play Elvis all the time, but your dad plays a certain genre of music all the time. And then you grow up with that ingrained in you. And then you find a different genre of music and you smash the two together. And press blend. And pre- Yeah, press blend again, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. I, I think that's the same, you know. These, these Asian kids were brought, brought up on Bangra music and music from the East. And then they discovered the underground dance music. And they went, you know what a fucking sound right there? A tabla drum. He you know what sound him. good over that banger? A donk. <laughs> Stick a donk on it. <laughs> and a beatboxing flute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think that's and I think that's you know, that's the way that genre was born. It's it's just a clash of two cultures and you get this in the middle. And I, I think it's a great genre of music. I really enjoyed listening to this. Over to you, Rui. What did you think of this?
0: Yeah, I love this. Love the vocal delivery and yeah, everything about it. Really, I thought was um, really kind of inspiring. It's a lot about exactly what you've been talking about. This new way, new life thing, where they're paving. You know, they're paving a new way. From what's uh, yeah, from kind of what they've grown up with and what's gone on before. So they they talk about in the lyrics, don't they? These this Sunday morning yeah, TV show that. that was yeah, that was that they were kind of brought up on. And then I love that they're kind of saying that that visibility that was so they could see people like them on this sunday morning tv show and that has kind of empowered them to make their own kind of identity and that's what's kind of boosted the yeah the band and and what they're doing i just thought it was really yeah really like positive and like a bit protesty and yeah you love that it. don't you yeah, I do. You get in
3: never that. I'd never have got <laughs> yeah. that with you really at all.
2: I thought all your songs were like about <laughs>
3: unicorns and fucking rainbows, you know. <laughs> you have to invite me to one of these protests. <laughs>
2: yeah, cool. Uh,
3: right we'll um, sort out who it, does it, what next because is, uh, is that it are we done yeah we're done yeah. Mm. so Asian Dub Foundation uh, is I think is a very good um, take of the Asian Underground genre
2: yeah I think it's a yeah I think it was a good uh, yeah. yeah good yeah. Good genre challenge
3: good, good song do we sort out what happens next time we well, what's going to happen is we need the Bible. Well, now as re- have you got a genre that you could pick for Neil? It's Neil. Yeah. Well, do you want
2: to? Do want us to choose one from the? You haven't heard this music podcast genre Bible. Well, what do you? What do you want me to to say now? Anything this you feels want.
0: Like a loaded question. No, you could pick, pick any genre you want. <laughs> any genre. If it's you, in the Bible to you get your get
4: out clause in case you you haven't going got anything. On the
0: music that you brought to no, us. No, no, it so could be anything. Far, th- anything. <laughs> Anything Um Okay Don't, I don't bring Im- um... I want to invent um, because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't, Be don't as obscure bring,
4: and as mean as you like Is yeah. Don't punk? You can't, you you can't
0: know, bring crust punk because
4: that's been done
0: Oh really? Okay yeah. Can I choose bluegrass punk? Wow blue grass punk?
3: Is that blue a thing? Let's have a look It, it sounds up.
4: awesome Now bear in mind
3: <laughs>
2: Angry American farmers The Bible yeah. Perfect. The, the, the Protesting about the, the corporations. <laughs> the price of corn. Yeah.
4: The, I already, the, already the bat- know the song I can bring for that.
2: <laughs> you cannot uh, fucking battery farms and shit like that. Yeah. yeah I'll... Fuck those battery farms. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's not in the Bible, but I'm going for it. Bluegrass Yeah, we'll go with is, yeah. 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 is that bumps. me? No, it's Neil. me.
2: Who's it you? i yeah. there you
4: go then. Bluegrass punk. Bluegrass
2: punk, okay.
4: Bluegrass Bunker, okay. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna enjoy this. Do
4: you know what I quite like the sound of that? <laughs> can I just ask you, does it exist or did you just make it up?
0: It does exist, but it's really, really neat. Okay, <laughs> no, that's cool.
3: I can deal with that. <laughs> we brought a song about PMS the other week, so don't worry about it. We did oh yeah That's not neat. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was K pop and it was all about pre menstrual stress. Really? It really was. Go back and listen. The video's amazing. I will. Yeah. I'll seek it out. The the, the video's What's got cartoons video? and everything. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's an eye-opener. It really is. So, we move on to the last section of the show, Rich.
2: Yes, we move on to the last section of the show, which is the artist spotlight.
4: Artist spotlight. So,
2: Ray, yeah. since we last spoke... Yeah. A bit much not much as has not been that long ago, has it? When was it? Was it this year? was it this year, uh, wasn't it? Two months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Jeez, yeah, just nothing's happened, you got nothing to say. <laughs> should, should you just copy and paste the beats on you. So what
0: have you been doing since then? Uh what we've been doing. We've been playing lots of shows. We are we did a festival in Wales. That was good fun. We are going into the studio this weekend to Right, record a couple of tunes uh, about fighting fascists and people who drop litter. (laughs) Um,
3: Same thing. I was going to say same thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. No, two separate songs, Uh, two separate brands of anger there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we've just got a few shows coming up um, in Brighton. We're curating one of our own. So we've got um, us and some kind of punk bands, other angry bands that we're pals with that we're um, we've got coming up. Um, gristle July. And alas, not. <laughs> no, I'm going to try and book them for next time. <laughs> yeah. So just keeping busy writing and uh, recording and yeah, just playing as much as we can. Awesome. So oh, we actually we have had some. We have so shop, which was the one that you kind of debuted. You played shop before we released it. It
1: is
3: great.
0: That that has that had a bit of like six music played that a couple of times. And wow. We've had a bit of kind of. National you heard it here
3: stuff. first, though. That's,
0: that's, just... <laughs> yeah. you he did hear it here first. But that was like the first we've had like BBC introducing kind of local radio and stuff like that but yeah we we someone messaged us um we I was out with the drummer Hicks it was Brighton festival we were just in a bar and someone messaged us just like oh your songs on Radio 6 music and I was fucking running round this bar looking like an absolute loon just
2: fucking sucks, man, I'm
0: sorry. so yeah, I was a, li- a little bit happy about <laughs> about that.
2: So that's yeah. quite a big deal. Too. Congratulations! So. Yes, thank you. Everything's looks like it's it's all on the up, mm. which is cool. Yeah. Hope so, so, have you got any more gigs? Any more festivals coming up for the rest of the uh, year? No
0: festivals this summer. Actually, like we we've got a festival in November in um, in Brighton, but it's like a, a in a venue. You know, obviously, well, you would fucking hope so. in It's <laughs> <That's a good laughs> freezing. Um, it's on the beach. Yeah, just like an all dayer. Um independent Brighton Festival.
2: Um
3: but yeah. Cool.
2: Excellent. Um, the song that we you're bringing today, what is that? actually which mm. song is it? It's called Flaws. How many? Floors. Floors. What's it was so how did this song come about? So when in the nineties there was a, when Friends
0: was really popular, Jennifer Aniston did an advert for shampoo. And in the middle of it she and this is like when people were really obsessed with the Rachel haircut. <laughs> um and Friends was like a really big deal. And she did this L'Oreal advert and in the middle of it she went, Here comes the science bid, concentrate. <laughs> um which oh, still that. fucking ghouls me to this day. <laughs> yeah. like, I hated it then. <laughs> and it makes me so fucking angry now because of this idea that women are too stupid to understand fucking shampoo science, which is made up anyway. Yeah. Like, what the actual fuck? Like it's not even a real thing. And she's like, Listen carefully now, silly women. And that to me kind of like sums up everything that's wrong with adverts aimed at women, which is just like, You're not good enough. Like you're you know, you're you're your eyelashes are too short and your body's too big or too small there but too big there and yeah so it's that this song's born of that frustration really with just um not having got over the jennifer aniston advert that was on a long, long, long time At least ago. you don't
2: hold a grudge, that's the main thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Such a grudge. Oh, yeah. When did you first fall in love with punk? It's right, you You got to
2: agree though, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, you got, listen now carefully to this pseudoscience. Yes. It's <laughs> no yeah, hell.
0: that's it, that's <laughs> it. Like, really focus women, because we know how hard you find it, you know. Put this shit on your hair,
3: it'll make the, it better. You know,
0: yeah, exactly, Deal with the invented ingredients that actually aren't even real things. Keratin five nine, you know, whatever. What do you mean? mean,
3: What do you mean it's invented? It's there on the packet. Well, yeah.
0: They've
2: got to put the ingredients on before you eat it.
3: So, so my my question to you is: When did you fall for punk? where did you fall for for the whole punk? movement and genre
0: um when did i fall for punk i think i was probably about 16 um years old when i like fell in with a crowd who kind of introduced me to punk when it when i was a bit younger i was kind of into like you know the sort of it, the the 90s Britpop pop stuff i was a big oasis fan and i liked kind of menswear and all those sort of bands, Echo Belly and Sleeper and all that kind of stuff when I was a bit younger. And then I think that was just sort of when I was discovering music and I just liked guitars and sort of noise and then became a bit more discerning when people sort of put anti-flag and no Use for a name and offspring and those kind of American punk bands across my yeah, well, uh, anti my, my favourite band <laughs> yeah, in, I can in see the it world. in world. Like they are like yeah, un- yeah un- like unequivocally, hands down. Oh, they're my favourite band. Of I absolutely
3: love them. A bit of synchronicity for you. I've last week, Francesca Luisa just. Played a gig about two weeks before with Echo Belly. Oh wow! Yes, yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah, they are. They're, yeah, they're I know. I'd heard right? of Echo
4: Belly recently, and that was where. I, uh, yeah, yeah that's weird.
3: So yeah. Well, you've answered my question. I think. And my next question is really simple. Why gulls? Where's the name come from?
2: That's a good question. I don't so, know why. So, do so,
0: we're from the seaside, obviously. And we oh, were God, when we yeah. first um when we first got the band together. You know, wrote a few songs, and we were umming and ahhing about. I'm in an umming uh, and ahhing about names and me and Bo Beau, Bo's a guitarist she's my best friend from school we've been friend for, friends for years and years went to the pub it was like a nice sunny evening and we sat outside just like throwing ideas around what about this what about this and then we and then I said what about goals and I kid you not at that Moment at that second, every fucking gull in Seaford, which is where we're from, everyone in the vicinity went. Ah, 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 you know that ex- that scream that they do, and we were looking at each other, just like wide-eyed, open mouth, like what the actual fuck. Like if you ever needed a sign, do you know what I mean? It was like what about gulls, and all the gulls were like yes, yes, yes.
4: <laughs> so we went with gulls. I love the yeah. way they portray the gulls, the seagulls in the fight, the Finding Nemo film. Mine, 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 mine. I
3: mean I mean, obviously yeah. if it,
0: they are punks though aren't they they're one yeah, angry seagulls fucking they're are like
3: you. give me your
2: fucking check.
3: <laughs> <tricks." laughs> <laughs> I mean obviously you would have gone for Throbbing gristle if it wasn't taken obviously yeah
2: of course <laughs> I remember when, yeah. when when we was in the ISG and we were trying to come up with oh. the, uh, a, a band name was it one of us came up with the idea of equals 85 because the sum 41 plus 44 equals 85 <laughs> 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 Yeah. I like that. Yeah, we weren't even that genre of music either.
3: I remember <laughs> the, the whole thing about when we were in the ISG was we were never going to tell anybody what the ISG stood for. I remember being at a gig and somebody asking you oh, what the ISG stood for. Do you remember that? Oh,
2: no, it was on radio. It was, it, was a, it, was a, it was radio, and they said, What does the ISG stand for? And I said, uh, uh, Rapid Eye Movement. And he didn't, he, he didn't even question it. <laughs> Didn't even we never let anybody know what the ISG stood for? Fantastic. But we're, we're not in the band now, so we can let you know it stood for the Incest Survivors Group. Wow! Because
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just at the start of the
2: Fight Club. It was, no, it was it the start? No, it's... it was. A, it was a fight Fight Club uh, themed band.
3: Do you remember the bit where?
2: Oh cool! Do you remember the bit
3: where Jack f- suddenly finds out that his insomnia can be cured by support groups, and he goes down the list of support groups. It's oh, there, it's written there. Right. Incest survivors group. Oh, cool. so, yeah, yeah. yeah I watched yeah, that it recently. ah, where they going Yeah. So yeah, a little bit of uh, oh, you've just that's it. The taboo's broken now, Rich. I've
2: already told somebody on a previous episode. Or something. <laughs> fucking <laughs> difference.
3: Uh, brilliant. Uh, I think it was going to Floors. I think Floors is as good as as Shop. You know, it's it's got that raw anger. I, I love the last line you're screaming in that song. It's it's so raw. You know, it's like you broke your fucking leg, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is it is full of anger and aggression.
2: What I love about your music is it's it's up-to-date punk. It's 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 everything that punk wasn't originally. But still is as well it's like, it's very polished punk originally wasn't polished it was uh, and it, it's mm. not that it wasn't meant to be polished it's just they maybe for whatever reason weren't able to polish it the way we can today with the technology and it's like you you've still got that raw energy that's raw anger and even though it's polished cause usually if you, you polish something you, you lose that you lose that mm. atmosphere that's something but you you still have that in your music, you can still still. tell it's it's not anger for the sake for just the you know just being angry. You know that you mean it. Yeah, I think you can what,
3: feel that. I think what you've done is um, managed to take your stage show and the the power that comes from that and put it into a song, which a lot of bands can't do. They can't transmit what they do on stage into a record. But I feel like you do. I feel like it's there. Mm.
2: Yeah, thank I you. Feel I feel that so. you'd probably be better. Um, not that you you. Recorded stuff is bad because you recorded stuff is good. That's what we selected you from. You know, I feel that on stage, I I feel I would enjoy your music more on stage, and I think that's what you are. You're Mm. you're more of a a live band. Am I wrong? You have to come and see us then. Do you know what we should? Yeah, I
0: think no. No, You're too (laughs) (laughs)
2: intimidating.
0: I really appreciate that. You know, we've played before with bands who use a fuck ton of pedals and something goes wrong and then their set is is fucked, you know what I mean? So they're like, so something will break or a battery will run out in something and suddenly the sound of one of their songs isn't gonna isn't going to work and they're having a mega stress because the show isn't going to be what they want it to be. That to us just feels kind of foreign, you know, we're a three-piece, we don't have a bassist, it's just drums, guitar and two vocals and it is supposed to be stripped back and you know fairly simple obviously the words can be quite fast and and are a focus but um yeah it's i I hope that it is uh is representative of what we're of what we're doing live i
3: really love in the middle of floors is Mm the um the whole like you know deluge of sound and it's i was i was trying to think of a way to describe it in the car when i was driving along and the only thing i could Liking it too. Have you ever heard of the pedal? Talking about pedals, the, the effects pedal by Electro Harmonix called the Big Muff. Yeah, yeah that's the sound I've, I've sort of got with her. You know, it's, yeah, it's,
0: I think that that might be what Bow's using.
3: Yeah. It's turned up to eleven. You know, it's it's yeah. you can barely make out what noise it's making, but it's it's there and it's full on. Yeah. yeah, I
4: mean, considering you're a three piece, and I didn't realise until you said, then you're a three piece. It's a very, very big sound. And yeah, it, it sounds fantastic. It's. um Cheers. Going back to Goals uh, as a song, I, um, I mean, I kind of mentioned it before in the in the forgotten classic. I totally get your forgotten classic on the basis of that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I actually think that Goals uh, not Goals is your band. Floors. Floors. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I, think yeah. I Did I say Goals twice? I mean, I meant Floors. Um yeah. Floors is a much better example of the genre than um the forgot classic you brought in my opinion oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I loved
3: it.
2: just to oh thank you reiterate what i was saying about you being polished i think what you've done is a good thing because a lot of people they will love a genre and the thing is 60s punk 70 sorry 70s punk died out in the 70s because that's where 70s punk was but That didn't mean that punk had to die out. It just needed to evolve. Mm. And I think what you've done is you've evolved punk. You know, you've brought it so it works today. There's a lot of punk bands out there. As good as they are, they don't work today. They don't catch the ear of people today, whereas you have managed to evolve it, if you know what I mean. Am I making sense? That's
0: really kind of you. Praise indeed, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm... um... Yeah, I'm I'm really, really happy with that. Even though um last time I you you reviewed one of my songs you said that it makes you want to go to the shopping centre and go into Primark and piss up a poncho. <laughs> you I said think what this I is said. like that's what you say. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like definitely the best thing that's ever been said about the effects of our music ever. But this is also really great. So thank you so much, Richie. That means the, that means the world to us.
2: Cool. Excellent. Have you got anything else to add? Have you got anything else to say? Have you got what? What's, what does the rest of the year look like? Have we already covered that? No. No. What does the rest of the year look like for you then? Other than the uh, the festival and some gigs
0: uh lots of lots more writing and um recording and just trying to play really kind of bigger shows where we've got we're looking at kind of shows out of town but also like um starting something um in brighton that's a kind of regular us and a and a, a, another band are going to put a regular show on in um, in Brighton, so that people can kind of find us, you know. So we want to we want to think about um, making a, a band night that's very inclusive and yeah, inviting, not kind of uh highbrow uh stuff
2: yeah, so a bit more sense. stripped back a bit more toned down to what you're used to i think like
0: we want to have w- w- this festival that we played in wales we met some really incredible bands of kind of different i think sort of have like kind of punk running through them but are really quite party bands and bands that you can dance to and have got that kind of you know like scar vein or whatever and um that kind of dancey post-punk and that's what we want to kind of get together is a real saturday night punk kind of party you know
2: cool oh, when we say it every time we know yeah, we, we need we need to come need to see more of the artists that come on the show and to be honest you think your your show would be a storm i'd love to come and see you live it's just getting out of there. I'm not. I, I, yeah you have to send us your send us your, your gig lists
0: yeah we'll do we'll do um
3: we need definitely. to get to more we...
2: gigs we do cool, cool. 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 so, so send that along do. we'll have a look at it we'll see if we can sort something out Free.
3: awesome yeah what's all so your streaming links Ree? tell us all about where we can find you on tinterweb
0: okay so www.goalsband.co.uk is our kind of website and from there you can find us on all of the usual places so instagram we're goals btn and that's probably what we use most facebook goalsband brighton i think I should probably know this off the top of my Definitely head. Don't worry, just put I? Goals in, you'll um, find it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on Spotify, we're Goals with a full stop because there's a couple of
3: other artists called Goals. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You should have gone with the ISG. You should have gone with Really Fucking Angry Goals. <laughs> that's what you should have gone with. Really <laughs> fucking yeah. fucking <laughs> Angry Subt- sub- Subtitle, We Want Your Fucking Chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Awesome.
0: So, well, thank you so much for having me. It's been lots of fun.
2: Thank you for joining us and pointing up with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Yes, our, thank our, you.
0: No, my pleasure.
2: up with that unprofessionalism. Mm. No, no, no. Yeah.
0: I'm I think sorry if we ever... about the uh, the grenade of Decepticon. Yeah,
2: I, th- I think I think <laughs> that made we... it interesting. <laughs> I think if we ever turn professional.
3: It'd be useless. I think we Yeah, would just we'd be, be, be yeah. shit and
2: boring if we became exactly.
3: professional, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm not even sure this has been recorded. That's even we're professional. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> we may have to invite you back next week to do
4: it again. Alright, that no. Well, that's probably Twice. the
2: best. I can pick the a better
3: first.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it has happened before. Yeah, you won't be the first. <laughs> no, it has recorded. You, you're quite <laughs> safe.
3: Just don't know what quality it is oh. yet, though.
2: <laughs> so, right. So... Yes, thank you for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure having oh, you on for the show me. Yeah, it's and been uh brilliant. Be good to have you back again in the future when you've got some more stuff coming out and what have you yeah uh, an yeah, official friend of that. the show i think yay yeah awesome
3: but, you can find us on all the streaming platforms and if uh, if you can't find us there let us know and we'll try and get us there find us on facebook find us on twitter uh we have a little website you can have a look at the, it's,
2: it's a temporary i keep yeah. calling it a temporary website we've had it for about eight yeah. months now you can
3: listen to the the yep. the song, okay. uh, the, uh, the episodes on there as well Next time, who have we got on the? Next
2: time we have.
3: We'll be really worse for wear next time Sheesh, as well. I have
2: no idea who Maybe we have after next time. I, I think, think it might be like...
3: that. Two... No, be, yeah, in between the two festivals, think it think will. We've got a recording Paul between Robinson. the two festivals. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's have a look. Next time on the show, we have Paul Robinson,
4: the dodgy, the dodgy businessman from Neighbours. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: this is uh, Paul Robinson from the music magazines. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, we, he's thrown Rich off his stride, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we have Paul Robinson, he's from a music magazine. I, I should probably say what music yeah. magazine it is, but I, I don't have it to hand.
3: Never mind. Yeah, we'll have the head to heads as always. And the scores on the boards are five to me, five to Rich. And three to nil. Catching up after another win this week. (laughs) Congratulations, Neil. Two two on the bench. Two on the bench, Hmm. it might be three next week, Neil. You know, make it really interesting. I am unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) we we love the hidden masterpiece and the forgotten classic by our special guest Paul Robinson. Then the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode is go bluegrass punk, as yes. chosen by our friend Ree. Yes,
2: we'll
3: I'm to... actually looking forward. <laughs> to oh, it. I'm looking I'm forward. I'm so excited
2: this. for this. you
3: we'll have to tune it and see what the fucking hell we if get. You have to any, if you
2: have any, if you have any suggestions that you think are really yeah, cool. good tunes, send them along to. Yeah, uh, I will send them along. We'll uh, it'll, it'll help.
3: But then we finish off next time with the artist Spotlights which I'm guessing Paul Robinson will bring a band that he wants to highlight. Uh, yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of the show then so uh...
2: yes thank you for listening if indeed
4: you still are goodbye goodbye bye
2: bye